Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm here, as usual, with Aaron Keller, your co-host. And we also have, I would say, you guys are kind of this unseen force within the Nevada Department of Wildlife. These are our engineers. We have Bob Ragar and Chief Engineer Rod Lighthouse. Welcome, both of you. Thanks Thank you. for having us. Yeah. And Rod, have you been in here yet? I don't think we've had I you haven't. yet. So this is a big deal. And when I started here at Endow, I didn't fully understand why Endow even had engineers. You guys aren't train engineers. You're not <laughs> the guys that we run to when our computers crash. That's actually our IT department. So why does Endow have engineers? What do you guys do? Well, we have several facilities across the state, um, approximately 200. Just several. Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throughout the whole state, north to south, east to west. And we're responsible for maintaining those facilities as well as um, designing new facilities or improvements that other personnel at Endow deem necessary to fulfill their operations. Okay. C capital improvements, uh, <coughs> you know, uh, engineers at the uh, Department of Wildlife uh, have this, this wide variety of, of engineering tasks uh, you know we're charged with uh, uh, water rights uh, civil type stuff structural electrical uh, all these different things and w some stuff we handle in-house and some stuff uh, we're not able to do and, and we'll we'll farm that out uh, most of our customers are in-house we have the different divisions within Endow that uh, we service we have uh, you know our our habitat division and fisheries; those are our two major ones that we help out. They're they're the ones with these facilities. Uh, we're we're starting up. We're going to do some uh, shooting range. Yeah, stuff shooting with ranges Con with Ed. me. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we that's that's coming down the pipe. Uh, so any anything engineering that you can think of. Boating access. Bo boating access is another one that's that. That's one I that didn't even think about. That gets earlier. Uh, that gets. A funding stream for us to complete projects that benefit the public. Okay, and we will get into the specific projects in a little bit. But um, they're they're when people are outdoors, they're recreating. Um, they see your work all the time. They might do. not even realize it. D they do if they're if they're at a, a wildlife management area. You know, all all of those restrooms, all of those buildings, uh, support structures. All of that stuff, all the infrastructure that goes into it, uh, diversion structures on the water, all the piping and stuff, all of that stuff has to be engineered and has to be maintained to some level of acceptance. And, uh, you know, it's one of the deals we deal with as uh, regulating bodies. We're, we're held to their standards. Uh, State Public Works those, uh, is one of them, one of the many. But since we're so diverse, we're spread all the way across the state, we, ha we, we have a lot of different regulators looking at us and... Uh, and we have to abide by their mm -hmm. their codes and, and regs to make sure that we're in compliance. Right. So under the engineering like umbrella, there's a bunch of different things. And one is uh, just facil general facilities maintenance, right? Yes. So it could be anything from the heating and air conditioner at 
any one of our residences to our hatchery to the end of offices all that's under you right yes or under you guys it's a lot of absolutely. pressure absolutely we have 26 residences that uh, that we maintain for for staff that, that are living out on these these wmas and fish hatcheries right yeah and, and we talked about that in one of our previous podcasts when we talked about wildlife or yeah. uh, mason valley and uh how they get to they live on site and all that and so you guys have to maintain all those yes wow that a lot, is a lot, lot of light bulbs yes that is <laughs> yeah a lot of, a lot a lot of toilets plumbing and <laughs> toilets and refrigerators and like you said hvac units we get uh wood fire he- alarms fire alarms yeah. wood heat all of that stuff Anything has to be up to code fire so extinguishers all that stuff yeah. is all under you guys yep it's crazy yeah. so rod it's you and then of course you're over bob then yes and then, so what is the structure of the engineering division? Well, engineering is um, oversees maintenance and the boating access program, in addition to our the civil and well, we're Bob and I are both civil engineers. Okay. But we oversee all the engineering, as Bob discussed earlier. We, you know, we 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 have electrical projects, we have water distribution projects, um, so we have so structural engineering projects. So. So you two are civil engineers, then there's a boating access. Right. Which is vacant right now. And then we have a uh, construction but project coordinator, uh, okay. Nick. He's, uh, we should he have had Nick come in, well. actually. He's he's uh, he does safety. He's down in Vegas oh, safety having, meeting, the, yeah. having the safety yeah. meeting. But Nick's a character, and he puts on tons of miles on his rig. Yeah, we would never get him to be quiet in here. He would <laughs> right. knock our ears off. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a self-starter for sure. He absolutely is. He doesn't wait around for somebody to tell him what to do. No, he's he, like, he likes state. to spend our money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's all over the state, yeah. So that's, I mean, you named all the things you oversee, and that's a pretty small staff to oversee all of that. So yeah, that we mentioned water rights earlier, too. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right. like a small municipality here. Yeah. You know, just like any city would run, we're, we're, we're a small city spread out across the entire state. Keeps you guys Right, busy. just last week, you guys were 1,100 miles. Yeah, yeah, we put 1,100 miles on on a in one day in one day just covering the whole state going and looking at different projects different facilities right. different yeah you yeah. guys a <laughs> lot of times like double dip on a trip you know you'll go to one place go to a meeting right and then on the way back you'll swing into well, a place take pictures stuff that, like that. That's, that's what we did we went up to cave lake to monitor the water level up there because we recently drew, uh, drew down the level of the lake right. so we could do some work in the future to rehab the dam and uh we wanted to see the effects of our 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 change that we did adjustment that we made so we drove over to elko the next morning to look at a project that was just completed a couple days before at our elko seasonal housing project and uh we met with ndot to try to get some more materials for that project and then met with the contractor to see if he could go do some more work out there finish cleanup work and then yeah. we headed back to Ely to check our measurement and then we headed home so oh my right. gosh. so that's a day in the life right yeah there. yeah yeah <laughs> and then there's days where you're stuck in the office i'm sure there is <laughs> those are the yeah. fun ones this this is one of those days <laughs> this is yeah. one but this is a good one we we have uh, we have some stuff coming coming to fruition it's gonna be great so one of the other benefits that i guess the department of wildlife having engineers on staff is you guys represent the department at meetings you guys represent the department's interests at different coordination, different projects, things like that, right? 
Yes. I mean, that's that's one of the main benefits, having engineers on staff. Yes. And we talked about it the other day. If we went through the state engineer's office, some of the projects that the Department of Wildlife had would need to go through a whole different priority setting. And so how does that how does that kind of fit into your day to day? We'd be able to. It's a big question. <laughs> sorry, Brian. Yeah, stumped, sorry. stumped me. Yeah, yeah Rod's gonna grind on it. And yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna bloviate. Uh, we can expedite stuff by having it in house. We're we're uh, we're we've been given authority to engineer some of these projects without going through and shorten the process we're still subject to review by state public works you know we operate under a annual permit and then for larger projects uh, more in-depth projects we we go through the state public works permitting process and then uh, currently we're working on one with uh, national parks where where we have several different stakeholders uh, three or four different stakeholders and and all of them have to be made contact with and uh, on board before we can proceed. Right. Uh, so if that was out of house, if we were having to depend on, on those other entities to get stuff done, our, our projects wouldn't be one year, two year, three year. Right. They, they would be five year, seven year, 10 year projects. Right, and I guess that was kind of my point is that the Department of Wildlife in Nevada is so small that I can walk down, if I need an engineer's opinion, I can yes. walk down the hall and I can go to your guys' office and say, hey, can you read this real quick? Press releases, things like that that we do to, to educate <laughs> the public. We can walk down the hall and talk to you guys, where in some other state agencies, like um, some of our neighboring states, they're levels and levels and levels to get right. through their engineering department if they even have one. Right. So for us, it, it's definitely beneficial to us. We could walk down and talk to you guys. If we're not on the road <laughs> yeah. driving yeah. to one yeah. of the other projects. Cell but if you numbers. are, we call yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and uh, we're, we're available all the time. We've, we right. take calls on weekends and all that stuff. Just because it's, you know, life doesn't happen all during the week. Right. Mm -hmm. we, we get, we get yeah, calls. Yeah, we get emergencies any time of the day just like anybody else. So right. We have to attend yeah. to them. And I guess that was that my point with that long question. It's usually question Sunday is. at 4 a.m. <laughs> right. when the HVAC oh. goes out yep. at, at a facility. Yep. Or the plumbing's backed up and yeah. you got to call the emergency guy some freezes you know we're yeah. in the freezing time now so the you know that's one of the things that that usually rears its ugly head right in the winter months yep um how does one become an endow engineer like how we're gonna get personal how did you guys <laughs> get here we, we were joking earlier <laughs> that because i couldn't paint <laughs> yeah because you yeah. were a terrible rodeo clown i was a terrible rodeo <laughs> clown yeah. uh both of us knew somebody actually yeah um, we bob and i worked at the same firm before we came here and the, the the one of the previous engineers all here also worked at that firm and he took a job with another agency and knew that i was out of a job and and uh encouraged me to apply here and so i did and then bob was working for another state agency and we were yeah. looking for another engineer and i took a lateral uh to come over here and and alleviate a commute and i've loved it ever since nice. it's a it's a uh because it's so varied and uh just becoming an engineer i, I just kind of fell into it um i was uh, i have an environmental resource background right and uh 
engineering just was interesting to me. I came back to it and actually used Rod as a reference to get hired at the at the engineering firm that I first worked at. Right. And you guys both, so it also aligned with your guys' stuff you do outside of work. Yeah. Hunting, fishing. Yeah. Like the outdoors. So. I mean, Bob was on one of our, our cooking wild, wild game, game cooking podcasts. Yeah. You go to both these guys' offices. <laughs> yeah. They have, you know, all sorts of wildlife stuff going on in there. And Yeah. Yeah. It just, it was a good fit. We're happy it's to really have you here. Oh, yeah, thank it's you. good to be here. I, this, it's a perfect job for me. I, I like diversity and it doesn't, as far as engineering go, I, I goes, I don't think it gets more diverse than the work we do at Endow. So I can definitely see that. And we're going to get into that work more right after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. It was pointed out to me that this is the first podcast of the new year. So right before the break, we were talking about some of, we're with our engineers here, for those who are just now tuning in, um, we were talking about the diverse projects you guys work on. So let's get into some of those projects. What are some upcoming projects this year that you guys have going on? Well, we just finished the solicitation documents for a repair of the Muddy River diversion structure. The existing structure has a, two radial gates on it that were damaged years ago in a flood and they're currently inoperable. So what we're going to do is we're going to take off the old lift works, um, construct a frame to install on the dam with a new hoist that's going to be remotely powered or be able to operate it from a remote location. So when, in the future when we have Flash flooding, we'll be able to open the gates and and uh, let the water through. Okay. Yeah, this, uh, the facility is in uh, Overton at uh, at our wildlife management area down there, and and uh, in the past, when the when our staff ha- had to operate this gate, they would have to climb out onto this structure and open it manually. And it's flooding. And it's flood. It's in flood, the flood zone. Right. You know, so it's it's a dangerous situation. So we're going to make it safe, and uh, this this is going to be able to allow better control possibly right. for for staff to divert waters for uh, a lot of the wildlife habitat down in that area mm. it's just been out of service for so long we're it has potential yeah to to help us out Very and so cool. yeah so you're using it's radio control I mean it's but electronically it, uh, controlled. Uh, there's telemetry built in it, the the wires for that will be underground and it, it'll have uh, uh, controls that are that are 1700 feet away out of the flood zone oh, that the gotcha. staff can actually yeah. get to that on the end of a, a maintained road that, that they'll be able to to access instead of actually going out on this this structure and, and put themselves at risk yeah and it'll have protections built in this time as well you know from uh, from debris that's flowing down in these flash floods, we've got a a, a big bull bar. On yeah, the you'll front armor of this, armor yeah. the front of it yeah, or so something. That well, thing, the yeah. hoist is above the the anticipated peak flow of the river. Right. Too. 
peak yeah. elevation. Of the but river, it'll so. have protections this time built in to hopefully mitigate some of that stuff. There was, yeah. there was a story that uh, there's possibly a Connex box or a Volkswagen that hit it coming down wow. this, but we're not sure. Uh, there's no evidence of that yet. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> when we start the project, we'll know. Right. Yeah. Well, when the last flash floods that were went through the area, well, I say the last flash floods, but when I hired on, it was one of the first projects I was uh, visited mm-hmm. with my past boss, and the uh, the floods took out a par- portion of the Interstate 15, but um, ab- above Overton, but um, on site there, the the floods actually did move Connex's boxes and cars and boats quite yeah. uh, away from their houses. Yeah. Wow. So that That's will be amazing. good. It, we're not saying there's going to be a flood, but in case there is one, we'll know. be prepared. Yeah. I, I think they're pretty know. common, those flash floods are down there. Maybe not yeah. to that extent, but, uh, you know, this will be a way to, to help mitigate yeah. some of those flows and, and move them downstream or split them and, and get more of that flow out of there so we don't have that backup. Very good. Definitely make the best use of the water that's coming down. Exactly. Yes. Being that's in the desert, you know. Absolutely. So, and uh, then... You, Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was I was going to say uh, you wanted to talk uh, about we talked about mentioning Winnemucca and our Oh yeah. Yeah, so this year we moved some of our field staff into a basically across the parking lot but into a new building, right? Severely undersized our our regional office in Winnemucca was and uh we had the opportunity to uh remodel a bigger facility that was right next door. Uh so didn't have to move location very far. We got uh, staff, got a, a lot more room to work, and uh, we're actually sharing the building with two other agencies. So we're we're saving saving uh, the sportsman dollars by uh, combining some of those things and uh, providing a better facility for them to to come and do their endow business. That has right. to be more convenient for them too. Like yeah, the, uh, the parking's better. It's Endow nice. and multiple other agencies there. Yeah, it's an NDOT construction crew that works out of there, and uh, they were cramped also. I think they were in, in a they were, smaller they, trailer. They were in a trailer, yeah. Well, I yeah. guess we were both in kind of mobile yeah. units. Yeah, we were both in yep. mobile units. Or and then we yeah. shared our mobile unit with Division of Water Resources. Now they have their own now little office in our permanent structure. Nice. Yeah, and you guys spent a lot of time working down there, right? Yeah, it was a f- it was a fun project. It was, uh, you know, we we got to do some of the architectural uh, for that, and I I hadn't had a lot of experience in that other than doing my own <laughs> my own house. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, going through for for an office type deal, you know, we went in, we did a bunch of the demo, and uh, and uh, abated uh, some asbestos. That yeah, was that was we got a, it's an older building, so right. practically all of them have it. So we. We uh, contracted that out and, and had the asbestos removed, and then we came back in, did some more demo, and then uh, laid out a plan for it and and uh, proceeded from there. Hired, uh, put it out to bid, and yeah. it. We had we had help from some other agencies too. They, we we weren't familiar with doing architectural type of work, and yeah. the public works building official met with us and looked over our plans and gave us some good input, and we. We uh, used the information that they provided, and it was pretty smooth sailing. So it was kind of a collaboration that that ended up being a fun project and a and a good project. Yeah, had had a lot of different uh, engineering elements to it. You know, we had uh, fire suppression that uh, that wasn't in the building. We had to add that. We had uh, uh, new HVAC units on top that we had we had to put in. 
Um, new plumbing. New plumbing. There was uh, there were some issues with uh, some of the the sewerage. All that new was, electrical. That was all new coming. data. Yeah. It was it was interesting. Yeah. That's an example project. of like everything, every little detail that yeah. you guys need. Yeah, that, to be you on know, top the of diverse engineering work. that goes on on and some even of that architecture. Stuff yeah, now you're an architect. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw the plans, you wouldn't. Say that. Do you see more in your future? Uh, probably. I do. <laughs> well, you do? Hey, hey, hey. In yeah. his future or in yours? <laughs> his future. <laughs> I. Don't. I I don't know if we have anything coming down the pipe, but it's always a possibility. You know, mm-hmm. we've, you know, our our facilities are aged. You know, uh, some of our some of our structures were built in the 1940s, and right. uh, we're we constantly want to save money by by refurbishing rather than reconstructing because you know it gets really really expensive. That was one of the things that we were talking about uh, over the break was that you know. Sometimes, if it's not in our budget to uh, make the the fixes for some of these things, we'll take some of that work on ourselves and actually get our hands dirty. You know, we'll we'll do some, we'll do flooring. We'll do some of the painting. Right. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah. If you put we'll it out that. to bid, that's we were talking during the break. If you put it out to bid and it comes back quite a bit higher than you expected, then yeah, we. I mean, same with anybody. If you budget at your house or if you budget anywhere. Some stuff needs to get checked off, and sometimes yeah. you guys will do that one. Yeah, and what you know, our our budgets are limited. We're uh, right. We we only have so much to work with, and if, We're it, not if rich. it comes, yeah, if it comes <laughs> in beyond that, we got to figure out how to make it work. And right. uh, I, that's been a really unique and fun experience here at Endout is making it work, coming up with a solution, and even if we have to to get in and do the work ourselves. That's that's all yeah, the better. It makes a nice break. Yeah, there's been a couple times when I've walked down to talk to Rod or to talk to you and Rod's like, yeah, here. And he shows me a picture and it's you doing some sort of construction <laughs> work and <laughs> putting in insulation or painting or trying to fix something or so it's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. When Nick came on board, that really opened the doors for us to do a lot more construction because he has a heavy construction background. So we're able to, even though Bob and I could probably do it, Nick's been doing it his whole life, and he's fast, and we can go in and knock stuff out. Yeah, we can ride his coattails and, and go do stuff and try to make ourselves look good, too. Yep. And in the long run, you're saving money and saving sportsmen's dollars, so yeah. it's good yeah. all around. Yeah, and we're, we, we're getting some exercise, and it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, <laughs> exactly. it is fun yeah, to, you know, to go out and do, do some of the hands-on stuff, you know? Yeah, we built a septic system out at one of our campgrounds at uh, well, at the campground at Kurtz WMA this past year, that that was uh, quite fun. Yeah, <laughs> and saved a bunch fun. of money doing it, money. doing it in-house. And that's something if people are out there using that campground. Yeah. That's a product of Yeah, and uh, it, it's not just uh, just about saving money because, you know, we we want contractors to work too. To <laughs> some Sometimes the contractors won't go out to these remote locations. We'll be uh, – Kurtz WMA is, is pretty remote. And getting a contractor, especially during busy seasons, is difficult. So we'll put stuff out to bid and, and not hear its crickets. <laughs> we won't hear anything. Right. And, and then we then we have to figure it out. Figure it out again. Figure it out. <laughs> Dig in. That sounds like it sounds like you're always busy and you never know what's gonna come up in a day. That's nice that you say that. <laughs> in front of my boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are busy. Yeah, you have and a whole list of projects on your piece of paper there, and we yeah. 
feel like we haven't covered. Yeah, th this yet. is a short list. This is a completed project. <laughs> the yeah, long list is we'll never get done. There's yeah, We'll not, never run out of work. Not in our careers here. Anything else? Any other projects you guys want to briefly touch on and our we just have a few more minutes here so just any or anything you want to say or highlight in general this is your guys's moment to shine well <laughs> i know i know the uh, the folks in ely have been wondering about their their boat ramp up at cummins lake and and uh it's we finally got approval um environmental and cultural approval to forge ahead and we're working with a consulting engineer now to to uh, get a proposal to finish up the design on that. So we're hoping to go to construction on that in uh, 2020. So, nice. And that's the main ro boat ramp at Cummins? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's going to be a dual, right? Maybe? Well, it's initially they, they – right now it's a dual, but I don't know if the usage, usage warrants that. So we'll, we'll right. see. But either way. But it'll be a nice yeah. new boat ramp. Yep. Yeah. That's exciting. That news. is exciting. We get uh, some new wells out at uh, Mason Valley that were just completed that uh, we're going to have. There's some manganese in the water in the existing wells, so we we're able to uh, help mitigate that. And at the hatchery? At, at the hatchery. And, yeah. And that will make our equipment last longer without having to. Yeah, I have some experience with, with those wells. Yeah. A couple of years worth, and they were a pain in my butt. <laughs> that water doesn't look good, and the yeah. or the pipes don't look good. Water yeah. looks fine coming just out of Just there was a, bu a bunch of different issues, so that's good to hear that those are all fixed up. Yep. Cool. A lot going on in your guys' world. Thank you so much for taking some time away from it. Yeah, in this glad we could have you guys room. in. <laughs> oh, thanks for having us. Thanks. Of course. Thanks for being here, and thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.